0: Welcome to what is apparently now your bi-weekly Broad Street Hockey Brief, this time running back from March 15th through March 28th. Could I do this every week? Possibly. Do I also really, really like a lazy Sunday? Also yes. No one is listening to this anyway. Let's go. This never-ending month with games nearly every single day is almost to a close, and the Flyers did a great job of making the back half of it a real slog for all of us fans. Back on Monday, March 15th, the Flyers started a two-game stint at the train station, winning the first game 5-4 in overtime, and then on Wednesday the 17th, St. Patrick's Day, you may remember, losing 9-0. The very next night, they were back at it on Long Island, where they beat the Islanders 4-3, followed up on the 20th by a 6-1 loss to those same Islanders. That game kicked off a losing streak, and the Flyers dropped their next three, another loss on the Island, this time 2-1 in overtime, then a 4-3 loss to the Devils on the 23rd, and another embarrassing loss to the Rangers, 8-3 on the 25th. Blissfully, this weekend, the streak was ended on the 27th with a 2-1 win against the New York Rangers. All right, let's get into the notable number for this two-week period. We've gone with 19 for this one. The Flyers' goal differential over these last eight games is minus 19. The Flyers have scored 19 goals to their opponent's 38 goals. Now, it's very easy to blame the defense and the goaltending for this, sure. And both the defense and the goaltending have earned a ton of that blame, particularly the goaltenders. We don't like to say it out loud because it hurts, but Carter Hart's been real bad. There's no getting around it. However, the Flyers have generated a ton of shots over these last few weeks. 262 shots for to 205 against, to be precise. At some point, these forwards need to start converting these shots into actual goals. Let's take a look at the 8-3 loss to the Rangers. In that game, the Flyers outshot the Rangers 44-22. Of those 44 shots, 30 of them were scoring chances, 10 were high-danger chances. Those numbers are per natural stat trick. Now, to be fair, Rangers goalie Igor Shesterkin had a hell of a game. But if your opponent is giving up 30 scoring chances in a game, you need to bury more than three of them. This just seemed like a fun opportunity to remind everyone that it's not just the defense and the goaltending that stinks, it's kind of the whole team right now. Roster moves, the up and down taxi squad checkers that has been happening over the last two weeks has brought us Nate Prosser, Andy Andreoff, Alex Lyon, Connor Bunneman, Carson Torrensky, and Samuel Moran into the lineup at one point or another over the last couple of weeks as Elaine Vigneault shoveled things around to try and get this thing going. As of today, it's just Samuel Moran that reigns on the roster. Injury update is a short one. Robert Haig suffered an undisclosed upper body injury in the 9-0 loss to the Rangers, and he is expected to miss two to four weeks. Down on the farm or up in Allentown, however you want to frame it. As painful as the Flyers have been the last couple of weeks, the Phantoms have been fun. They are three to one in their last four. They had a five to four overtime win over the Baby Pens, a six to two loss to the Hershey Bears, and two back to back wins against the Binghamton Devils, three to two and six to three respectively. The highlight of the week for the Phantoms came in that 3-2 win over the Devils, in which all three goals came from rookie Tanner lazinski including the game-winner in the third, which was a shorthanded, breakaway, between-the-legs stunner. If you haven't yet, head on over to broadstreethockey.com, where Brad Keffer broke down all three of those lazinski goals in that very exciting win. And the game-winner, you need to see it. It's very good. Now, I may be biased, but... Broad Street Hockey really does have the best Phantoms coverage in the business between Brad Keffer and Maddie Campbell, so be sure to give those two a follow if you want to get a little bit more invested in the Flyers' farm team, since they're actually fun. The standout play for this two-week period is an extremely easy one. Samuel Moran's first NHL goal, which was the game-winner in the Flyers' 2-1 win over the Rangers, snapping the Flyers' losing streak, and, for a brief moment restoring some semblance of faith in humanity. It's very nice to see him get a little taste of NHL success after working so hard to get himself back into the game after those two knee surgeries. The Flyers' defense is going to be a pile of burning garbage for the entire season. We might as well get a feel-good story out of it, right? So what will we be watching for this next week or two? Last time we talked here, Chuck Fletcher was the one to watch. We needed Chuck to make a move. As of this recording, he hasn't. In a press conference earlier in the week, Chuck seemed to indicate that he would be making a move because the mix on this roster just isn't working. So we wait. In the meantime, he also suggested that we might see some phantoms rotate into the lineup to try and find a spark. Tanner Lazinski, anyone? Are we anytime or are we anywhere? Are we good? Are we bad? Are we happy? Are we sad? still bad you know but it'll probably stay bad for the entire season it doesn't really seem like this particular team is capable of turning things around in a timely fashion there is a bit of light at the end of the tunnel though after two games with buffalo this week the flyers will have two entire days off in a row for the first time since february 25th and 26th maybe just maybe that one more day between games will allow a bit of a mental reset for this team. Lord knows they need it. Who knows? We'll see. Anyway, have a great week, everybody.